Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. My name is Ashton. Today we are going to be talking about a lot of the NBA potential NBA playoffs here coming soon. And I didn't really talk about this. Uh, if I have time, I'll mention uh, the Chiefs draft. I'll probably give it an overview um, and just leave it at that and give a grade on it of what I thought uh, the dra- the NFL draft for the Chiefs was. So I'll get right into the NBA playoffs here real quick. So Damian Lillard, um, the Portland Trailblazers, they just took over. So all, all the NBA teams pretty much have played all eight of their games. Um, and now we're going into the playing game. Well, last night, Damian Lillard was technically the ninth seed, um, and they got the win over the Nets by Karis LeVert uh, missing the uh, go-ahead game winner. Um, And it was 134-133 last night, uh, Portland won, and... uh, Karis LeVert went off for 37, and this Portland team is extremely, extremely good. They are so talented on offense. It's like I feel like I'm watching the Chiefs back in the Alex Smith days where they were really high-powered offensively but couldn't stop anybody defensively, and it was just like because they really can't stop any – like they play no defense, and – uh to win the game last night, they had to they had to stop Karis LeVert and C.J. McCollum uh, made a play on Karis LeVert and about a minute to go, uh, Damian Lillard uh, stole the ball from Karis LeVert. So they play a little bit of defense, but they don't play defense consistently throughout the game. They just play defense in key situational moments, which I guess I'll get it done. And as long as uh, the others keep stepping up on offense. Uh, it's going to be okay, but um, that's going to be a problem if uh, the Lakers, the, if they play the Lakers in the first round, um, because the Lakers play defense. The Lakers are a well-rounded team, even though they've struggled in uh, the bubble going 4-4. Four and four. Uh Actually, no, I think they went 3-5. and five. Uh, But the Lakers are not going to just let the Portland Trailblazers go off offensively. They, and they're going to make the Portland Trailblazers stop Anthony Davis, stop LeBron James. Last time I checked, Carmelo can't do either of those things. Nurkic can't do either of those things. The only thing I can think of for the Portland Trailblazers defensively that goes well for them is Hassan Hassan Whiteside blocking shots. That's kind of it. And that's a a once in a blue type moon type ordeal. Even though he's a top shot block block shotter in the league, um, he he didn't really do it a whole lot last night. That from what I saw. So... I'm just making you aware, but if I hadn't said it before, the NBA playoffs are starting um, here soon. I'm I'm saying that for my mom, just for my mom, just to make make 
make sure I set it in clear for you. And so, yeah, she uh, she gave me she gave me a, a hard time that uh, the NBA wasn't start. She I, that I didn't make it clear enough for her that uh, the NBA hadn't started their games yet, and I was like, well, I thought I did say that the Lakers and Clippers were playing, so I. I guess I didn't make it clear enough, but the NBA is back, Mom. You're 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 good now. That's that's your that's your cue. But anyways, I'm gonna get back to the task at hand. So Portland uh, took over the AC last night. Um, the Grizzlies they went two and six in this bubble. If they went four and four, they would have locked up the eighth seed, but they didn't. And Memphis. Uh, just they hadn't really played all that well in the bubble um and they slipped to the ninth seed and Devin Booker and the Suns I mean my gosh you talk about going off in the bubble nobody not a single person on planet earth would have predicted uh going into this bubble oh yeah the Suns are gonna go eight and oh and potentially compete for the playoff spot Everybody was like, why are the Phoenix Suns in the bubble? And uh, I guess they were in contention. But now I really want to see them uh, battle it out for the ninth spot. So I was just talking to Pastor Andrew about this. But um, I want them to compete for that ninth spot. So I want to see the Grizzlies and the uh, Suns. Uh, played out for that eight for that ninth seed so and just like have a uh, a single elimination game whoever wins that game would go on to face the uh the portland trailblazers for that that playing game for the eighth seed so how the uh playing game for the eighth seed works um just to make this all very clear i thought it was just a single elimination game it is not it is potentially a two-game uh, possibly it could expand into two games. So for the eighth seed, it's if you win, you're in. Uh, that's it. Uh, for the ninth seed, you have to win two games. So uh, if you beat, if so, if the Grizzlies beat the Trailblazers twice, they're in. Uh, they they lock up the eighth seed. So. That's kind of how the play-in works here, and uh, I find it kind of interesting. I just found that out last night on uh, NBA TNT last night, so that's what I was watching. And uh, so Damian Lillard has been going off for 60 points. Um, he's been he's been the catalyst for that offense. Um, CJ McCollum, he's had some back issues, but last night he really stepped up. He he, uh, I watched him in an interview, uh, and he was like, I, I don't really make ex- excuses for my back. You know, I just go out and try to perform and do the best I can. And that man's dealing with a, uh, a, a rough injury right now. And, uh, he was the, before the interview, he had sat ginger, very gingerly and, uh, was, was taking it very easy and, and not getting too too rough with it so um 
it's the type of injury where he has to rest, and uh, sadly, he's not getting a he he can't really rest a whole lot because the NBA playoffs are just right around the corner, and and he and he, his team needs him, and uh, and and they need him, and uh, so so the so yeah, so Portland's gonna be really busy here soon. So I I go on to assume that Portland will win out, but uh, the thing I saw on uh, Instagram, and I I thought this stat was kind of cool, Damian Lillard uh, entered in with the conversation with Bill Chamberlain um, for the first player to to have 60 points multiple times in a season with five rebounds and five assists in each of those games, and Wilt Chamberlain is the only other other player to do that. I found that really cool, and uh, Damian Lillard last night he dropped forty two and tw- forty two points, twelve assists. Uh, he was balling, and he and he had to get others involved because he was getting double teamed before he even reached half court. So it was just like all night that was kind of going on and. Even then, he he still went off for forty two. I mean, that's the the man is putting up NBA two K type numbers, and uh, he's just going off. So I really I really hope that Portland does well, and uh, I think he is the pet best point guard right now in the bubble. Um, and can't think of a, a point guard right now better than him in, inside the bubble. So, because Steph Curry's not there, um, they're they're back in Oakland or in, in San Francisco, I guess. But uh, they're not participating in the bubble. It would it would be the Warriors, but the Warriors are not in the bubble. They're they're back in San Francisco. So, right now the. Uh, the playoffs are pretty much set in motion here. Um, it will be, I believe, after Sunday, the Sunday, uh, the playoffs will, will start off right away. Um, and I got to look some of this up, so bear with me. But uh, I know I'm for the East. Orlando is going to face the bucks in the first round the bucks are the one seed orlando's the eighth seed uh the four and five seeds are uh the heat and the magic and three and six are the boston celtics and the 76ers the two and seven is toronto and the brooklyn nets and so that is the eighth seed the western conference the the dark horse in the Western Conference uh, is kind of the Portland Trailblazers, but if you want to have another dark horse, it would be the Houston Rockets because as long as Russell Westbrook is healthy, Russell Westbrook will miss the first round of the playoffs uh, due to, uh, not I believe it's a hamstring, but... Um, He's out uh, first, the first round of the playoffs due to injury, and he'll be back for the second round. Well, 
the Rockets will face the Thunder <laughs> in the first round. That's not an easy matchup. And uh, that will be fun to watch. Um, that's uh, the CP, CP3's uh, revenge re- revenge series because uh, he got traded from, from the Rockets last year to, to the Thunder for, for Russell Westbrook. So that series will be fun to watch. I think the Rockets will get the, uh, the Thunder, but... It'll, it'll, it'll be a great series. So the Lakers will play whoever wins the eighth seed. So they'll either play Portland or the Grizzlies. Most likely it'll be Portland. Um, and the Clippers face the Mavericks at 2-7. and seven. The, the Nuggets are the third seed. The Jazz are the sixth. And like I just said, the... The Thunder and Rockets were the four and five seeds, and uh, usually in the playoffs, and usually if this was a regular playoffs, um, home court advantage would matter, and uh, I probably think that the the, uh, the Suns would have actually made the playoffs uh, if they had one more game. Um, cause the, the Suns really gave it their all this season. And, uh, you know, there's so many unpredictabilities, um, just kind of with this, this work shot, work shortage and stoppage. And, uh, you know, the, you can only say what if, uh, with the Suns at this point, cause, uh, that the Suns really have a bright future ahead. Um, I think they are a, a team that we can't sleep on in the future because they really just showed and matured and put the world on notice. Hey, we're here. Um, don't don't count don't count us out. Um, we we want your respect. And they they had been saying in the bubble um, they hadn't been getting uh, treated with respect like. They thought that they, sh- they should, and, and well, now they got it, getting 8-0 in the bubble and, and barely missing the playoffs. I mean, congrats to them. I, I, I would have really liked to see that them play it out for the ninth seed. But, yeah. So I'm going to give you my predictions for the first round um, with each conference and uh, with who advances and uh, – I'll come back on my next podcast and, and we'll we'll intervene and come back. But uh, I'll start with the Eastern Conference, uh, the Bucks and the Orlando Magic. The Bucks will probably win it in four games. Um, Giannis uh, actually got suspended for headbutting uh, Mortz Wagner. Um, that was silly, but uh, he basically helped give the Grizzlies a W um, in their last seeding game and clinched that uh, clinched the potential play-in seed, uh, whether that be the eighth seed or the ninth seed. Um, and the Suns won yesterday, and they were really banking on uh, the Portland Trailblazers losing, and. Uh, well, obviously, Portland Trailblazers won. That knocks the Suns out of the playoffs. 
So that kind of it created drama in the West. So you see how one one player not playing created drama in the league. So um, the next is the the Raptors and Nets. I say the Raptors in five. I I really think the Nets will at least get one win, and that's about it. Celtics and 76ers. The Celtics should win this in five as well. They The 76ers don't have Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons is gone for the remainder of the, of the playoffs. He's getting surgery on his knee, so he'll be gone. And uh, I don't think they just have enough help for Joel Embiid to do anything in the first round, and they get one game, I'm I'm guessing, and that's it. Um, Heat and Pacers, that could go seven if T.J. Warren is healthy. T.J. Warren was not healthy, um, so that uh, the most recent game that the Heat and Pacers played uh, in the bubble, the the Heat won easily, but um, that could go seven if T.J. Warren gets healthy. Otherwise, if not, they'll win in five. The Heat will win in five. All right. And in the West, I think ulti- ultimately the uh, Portland Trailblazers will get in. I love my Grizzlies, but... I think the Portland Trailblazers will get in, and they'll face the Lakers in the first round. The Lakers will win in seven. It will go, I think, seven games because that offense is really high-powered, and it'll just be one of those games where it'll be one of those series where uh, the Lakers will get one, Portland will get the other. Lakers will get one, Portland will get the other. And it'll just... it'll keep going back and forth and in Orlando uh in all three gyms that they have set up um and I've been watching and hearing this from from the players um those gyms are like shooter gyms like it's dark enough where um and there's like really not a whole lot of sound that they're hearing and and it's just kind of like you're in an empty gym and, and that's what they practically are in anyways. So it's it's like pulling up to a uh, court and at night and just like have a free-for-all and, and it's practically one of those gyms. And, uh, and that's why I – and I totally understand why Damian Lillard has gone off for, for 60. <laughs> it's been putting up 2K numbers, but uh, – I understand why, because I was like, there's, I guess they're, they're also as players, they're probably not feeling the pressure of the crowd as well. Um, Cause you know, fans would normally be in attendance. Well, they don't feel the pressure from the crowd. Cause you know, they can't really hear the crowd um, when, whenever they're playing, cause they're locked in ready to go playing in the game. So, uh, but yeah, I, I can understand, and that would probably be a cool feeling. Um, so, all right, and so that would be the f- the first round for the Lakers and and Trailblazers, um, Clippers and Mavericks. 
I would say that goes six games. Um, Luka Doncic and Kristaps uh, Porzingis can give the Clippers a run for their money. I'd, I'd say six to seven games. Seven games is max, but probably six games. I can see the Mavericks getting in a couple games and then the Clippers just taking over. Um, the Nuggets and Jazz, um, I would say also six. It Those... Those are two competitive. All of these teams are like really close in record. If you look at these standings here, and, and like they're all like super good. Just like one loss can like take you from the fourth seed to the seventh seed. <laughs> so that's that's how close it is. So, um, yeah, that's man, uh. I say six to seven games, um, and for the Rockets and Jazz, that's definitely going seven. Um, it's going to come down to the wire because the the Rockets don't have Russell Westbrook, um, and Russell Westbrook. What Russell Westbrook does is um, he attacks the basket, but he also he gets others involved, and, and James he gets others involved too. But he he does a lot of ISO and and uh, ISO situations and. Uh, it's kind of more on Russell Westbrook and, and him to uh, get the others involved. And uh, so, man, these are all really close. But, yeah, that's those are my pre, pre-predictions. See if, if I get close to any of those. Or if I hit them right on the mark, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll come back and uh, do a, a recap on it. But... Uh, Man, that those were, I th- I think those all of those series will be close for the majority of the part. Um, besides the Bucks and the uh, the Celtics, those those series in the East should should be easily easy for them for those teams. But um, but yeah, those are my my pre predictions. We'll come back and talk about them in the future. And so now I guess we're gonna. Go ahead and transition into the uh, the Chiefs um, draft. I hadn't had a chance to talk about it on my last on my last podcast. I wanted to do a quick overview on it, um, uh, give my thoughts on it, and uh, take it from there. So, the Chiefs we drafted uh, Clyde's Edward Solaire um, in the first round. He's a running back out of LSU who just came off a uh, national championship. And so he's fresh off a win, coming into a winning organization. I mean, it was it was one of – we were in one of those positions where we kept all our starters pretty much for the most part. Um, we lost a couple guys, but, I mean, those weren't major pieces. It wasn't like we lost a uh, Travis Kelsey or a Tyree Kill. It was kind of – and. W- it was a couple guys on the defense, uh, a good role players per se. So, um, role players that could easily be replaced. So, we're not missing a whole lot. So, we were kind of in the uh, the driver's seat of do we want to go offense or do we want to go defense? And could we we want to make our offense better? Sure, why not? If we want to make our defense better, sure, why not? Uh, it was one of those wild card situations what do you want to pick offense or defense and uh 
I think, actually, I think we let Patrick Mahomes decide, you want offense or defense? And I think he said, give me Clyde Edwards-Alaire. And uh, they were like, sure, why not? So that's who we picked. And uh, he's he's going to be really good. He's going to be like the uh, Brian Westbrook uh, from the from the uh, Philadelphia Eagles. It's going to be a it's going to be one of these offenses where it's going to be high powered and uh, obviously it's the offense isn't going to take a step down from from last year, but um we didn't lose anybody, but I mean the only way we can go is up honestly, so uh improve on it, so why not? So there will be a high-powered offense in Kansas City. Um, and then defensively, we picked up a couple guys. Willie Gay Jr., uh, he's a linebacker um, out of Mississippi State. Um, he fell in this draft to, I believe, like the fourth round is when we picked him up. And uh, he's, a, uh, he's like a, a wild card because he's a really good player, but he had – a history, or not a history, but he had um, a bad attitude, and and that's kind of why, and and uh, bad, I was assume bad character, but he is given the benefit of the doubt here um, by the Chiefs, and the Chiefs think that um, they can build him up. That's the same thing with Tyreek Hill when they drafted him, uh, picking, a, seeing talent and drafting talent. Um, that's what they really liked in Willie Gay Jr. and and he's a versatile linebacker. I think the type of close to compare to uh, Derek Johnson, if you if you know that name, uh, he's he's gonna be like that. He's gonna be all over the uh, the linebacking core. Um, he's gonna be everywhere in, in that. Um, in the uh, in the box, so he's he could. He could rush the quarterback. He can uh, stop the run. He can pretty much do it all. So um, it'll be it'll be really fun to watch all of this. And I know that we got a cornerback, um, Sneed, Ladarius Sneed. I believe that's what his name is. And cornerback, uh, I think that will be really good because we lost lost one. He'll be a developed mental type cornerback so I, I don't really expecting him to start right away I think he was a third round pick and uh, yeah all these guys that that we've been drafting um, overall have been really great and uh, I I'm really liking uh, the position the Chiefs are in right now and uh I'm actually uh, going through these. So Willie Gay Jr. actually was a second round pick, and I'm actually scrolling through these right now. Clyde Edwards-Solaire, first round pick. Chiefs uh, second round pick was Willie Gay Jr. Third round Lucas Niang, offensive tackle. Um, Ladarius Ladarius Sneed. Uh, Defensive back. He's actually the fourth round pick. Uh, Louisiana Tech. Fifth round pick. Michael Donna. 
defensive end Michigan and seventh round pick uh, the Carius uh, <laughs> the Carius uh, Caius cornerback uh, out of Tulane so they gave all these guys kind of B and C grades um, overall I think this was kind of like a a, a B plus draft because uh, honestly, like we did, uh, we got all the areas unlike the Packers. Um, we we got all the things that we needed, um, and the needs weren't really all that much because we just obviously came off a Super Bowl win, and uh, obviously, like we're we're in we're in the driver's seat to to. To run it back, it's the run it back season for the Chiefs. So uh, we're in, we're in the position now where we can uh, run things back, and we could probably win it again. So um, this upcoming NFL season is going to be interesting because uh, of COVID. Um, they haven't really announced if they're doing a bubble or not. Um, so we shall see. Um, some people think that the NFL uh, season won't even get off the ground. I'm just going to say we're, we're going to have to sit back and watch and, and see how this all plays out. Uh, if they get 300 uh, positives like the MLB, and uh, the MLB is actually saying we're trucking full force ahead, uh, and uh, I don't know how they're going to make up all those those. Uh, postponement games it's like every day i see a postponement game from mlb mlb but um they have so many games to make up there but um i just say just cancel it um if if you're the uh if you're the nfl um if you have so many tests to the point where you you don't have backups i um if it's just like one or two COVID tests that that test positive, um, and nobody else tests positive. I say just remove those two players, if and continue on with the game, and watch that be like somebody like a Patrick Mahomes or or a, a Travis Kelsey or both, and then obviously I would say well cancel the game but um usually just go ahead and play the game and same thing with the mlb if you only got just a couple of positive tests you should have more than enough staff or enough players there that you can still continue a game um if you still got like a game scheduled on that day just like continue the game just come on like don't postpone the games because now we're we got to make up other games like the Marlins, they got to make up so many games. Uh, the, F- the Cardinals are making up games. Uh, there are so many uh, game postponement games that they they have to make up. Uh, and that they they dug the they dug the hole and uh, they're digging their own grave as we speak. So that's that's my thoughts on the MLB. I think that they're digging their own grave. So. That's kind of it, guys, today. Um, thank you for listening to my into my podcast. I post 
everywhere. So I post on Spotify, YouTube, um, wherever you guys um, like to hear. I'm on multiple platforms. So um, leave comments, like, subscribe. Um, I like to get feedback from you guys. So if you can give me some feedback on, on how I'm doing, um, give me and also um, give me some topics that you'd like to hear um, and hear me talk about. Um, I'm open to suggestions here. So um, thank you guys and have a great rest of your day. Bye-bye.